At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Seidenberg here with you. It is the look ahead on VCNV Sports Betting Network. And unfortunately, COVID has reared its ugly head once again. It seems like every day we are updating the list of players that are in the COVID protocols. The Washington football team had eight more players added to their COVID list on Wednesday, bringing their total to 18 players. Their entire defensive front likely may not play. <laughs> well, Duran Duran Payne, uh, he's not on the list. But they have, <laughs> out of their top six linemen, five are on the COVID list. And Montez Sweat is out with a fractured jaw. He could come back, but he was on the COVID list. And it's just incredible. This variant is going around the NFL very, very fast. And we we now have a COVID tracker on vcin.com. We have a list of all players for all these teams that are on the COVID list. Now, a lot of them could actually play in these games. So we have to specify that. Like, we know that what the COVID protocols are for the NFL. If a player is vaccinated and has no symptoms, as long as they show two negative tests 24 hours apart, they can be activated. If they don't, then they can't. 
If they're not vaccinated, they're out even longer. Uh, If they show symptoms, they're out even longer. So there's a lot that goes into this, but most importantly, when it comes to all of these teams, is that they're all in enhanced protocols, which is why you're seeing more positive tests, because enhanced protocols, they need daily testing now, regardless of vaccination status. So all these teams now are testing daily, and that's why more players every day are coming up as testing positive, even the ones that are vaccinated and have no symptoms. And those players, as I mentioned, are more likely to actually be able to return to action should they test negative. But daily testing going on with these teams, mandatory masking, and some of these teams closing facilities, virtual meetings, preparing for these games, some of them on short weeks with one one arm or both arms tied behind their backs. Now, I do think that a lot of these teams, well, all of them, dealt with these situations last year. So they all have protocols and procedures in place to deal with this. How do they prepare without holding practices? Um, how does how do, how do the meetings go virtually? How uh, do the workouts go? Things like that, the game plan sessions. And then the testing and all that stuff. So we'll see who misses time on Saturday and Sunday and Thursday uh, coming up uh, because we have a game coming up Thursday night. The Chargers and the Chiefs and Chris Jones is on the COVID list right now for the Kansas City Chiefs. And we already know that Rashawn Slater, who's on the COVID list for the Chargers, is not going to play. So we'll find out as we get closer to kickoff who's in and who's out. But the Cleveland Browns, They added Baker Mayfield and their head coach, Kevin Stefanski, to the COVID list. Washington, as I mentioned, adding a bunch of players to their COVID list. The Rams adding a bunch of players to their COVID list. The list just, it goes on and on and on and on. Washington seemingly has the most right now uh, looking at their COVID list, but I mean, you look up and down the NFL and look at the uh, list here that we have on vcin.com, and you'll see every team moving down the list and all the players that are out with COVID. The Lions have a bunch of teams, have a bunch of players that have been placed in COVID protocols over the past couple of days. Uh, let's see. Um, the Broncos, a couple of players. Um Jordan Love for the Packers doesn't mean much there. The Rams, though, it's like the Rams, Washington, and the Browns seem to have the most things going on here with the COVID news. Uh, I don't know what the correlation is between those teams. The Rams just played against Arizona. So surprised Arizona doesn't have anything going on. Um, but the Rams, one of the teams dealing with COVID the most right now. The Browns last week played against the uh, Ravens. Uh, Nothing really going on with the Ravens there, right? And Washington last week played against the Dallas Cowboys. Don't really have a lot of reports coming out about the Dallas Cowboys. So I don't know what the 
reasoning is, what the correlation is, but this um, this variant here, this Omicron variant, according to the NFL's chief medical officer, uh, Dr. Alan Sills, told reporters that um, more than 100 players have tested positive since Monday, and roughly two-thirds of them have no symptoms. And Dr. Sills attributed this surge in positive tests to the new Omicron variant, which uh, he said has been detected in test results for multiple teams. And he says, um, in addition, immunity among vaccinated players has likely waned citing an antibody study of 572 NFL staff members that the league recently completed. Quote, we have a lot of people in the NFL that have fairly low levels of antibodies, even though they are fully vaccinated. So um, players are obviously not required to be vaccinated, not required to be boosted, but uh, it says here, the NFL has mandated booster shots for all Tier 1 and Tier 2 employees, which include coaches and other staff members. That's in an effort to uh, try and combat the waning immunity here amongst uh, everybody. So um, the NFL mandating these booster shots by December 27th for Tier 1 and Tier 2 employees, including coaches and other football staff members. Still no requirement for the players, but they are ramping up efforts to encourage the players to get these uh, boosters. Now, according to the current protocols, vaccinated players are tested once a week. Unvaccinated players are tested every day. The NFLPA renewed its push for all players to be tested daily. Uh, That's a request that the NFL has said no to. Um, And uh, they're just going to keep monitoring this situation. So still said, quote, we're doing what we've always done. We're evaluating what we're doing and looking at the effectiveness of our strengths and measuring it against our outcomes. And despite all these positive tests, Roger Goodell, told reporters there's no consideration being given to postponing any games this week. But that could change should more of these positives come out. I mean, we're seeing it now in the NBA, right? Postponed games, the Chicago Bulls ravaged by COVID. They've had games postponed. Another one's postponed on Thursday night. The Bulls were supposed to play the Raptors. That's postponed. We had games in the NHL. That were postponed uh, on Tuesday. I believe the Flames, Predators, and the Hurricanes Wild were postponed. Uh, We have on Thursday no postponements. So just taking a look at the schedule, see if anything's postponed. But games, oh, yes, we do have a postponement. We have the Maple Leafs and the Flames postponed from Thursday. So postponements in the NBA and in the NHL. Nothing as of right now for the NFL, but players in the protocols, the teams dealing with these situations, not ideal. Again, everyone dealt with this last year. So I think there's, uh, and you never want to call it comfort or familiarity, but 
there are procedures in place based on what these teams went through last season. So when it comes to dealing with it this season, I feel like these teams are better equipped to handle these unfortunate circumstances rather than when it hit them the first time last year and they were asking themselves, what do we do now? I think now they're saying, all right, well, we have these procedures in place. This is what we have to do. Uh, We will have virtual meetings at this time. We will have a game planning session at this time. And the players will be required to do this, this, and this, and whatnot. So uh, I think they are in a much better spot than they were last uh, last season. But should we overreact? The point spreads are overreacting because clearly some people are making bets. For me... I made a bet based on the overreaction on the Cleveland Browns. I still think the Browns win. Does the case hold true for some of the other teams that are impacted as well? And is it now time in the NFL, and it probably should have been maybe last week or the week before that or whatever, that it's not the early bird gets the worm anymore? You you have to wait for all of these COVID news to unfold before you can place your wagers. We'll get into that coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's On Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. It's the look ahead here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sign up for a play card debit MasterCard and get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Visit PlayCard.com today to apply. Subject to card activation and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Card issued by MetaBank NA. Member FDIC. Should you overreact to the COVID news in the NFL? Let's take a look at what the reactions have been to the teams that have been affected the most. The Cleveland Browns on Saturday opened up as a five-point favorite over the Las Vegas Raiders. They were up to a one-and-a-half-point underdog and now sit as a one-point underdog at home. Me personally, as soon as I saw one-and-a-half, I jumped in on a teaser. And I said, there's no, there's no way I'm passing up this opportunity to push the Browns up past the field goal and a touchdown and get them plus seven and a half. First of all, I think they're winning outright. But to get them at plus seven and a half, I think is a gift. A gift that I'll gladly pay the 20 cents for and combine it with the Patriots for a nice Saturday teaser. Let's just call it for what it is. Las Vegas has lost five of their last six games, and they look like a team that is completely checked out. Everyone wondering who the next head coach of of the Raiders is going to be. And now Urban Meyer joins the uh, list of guys like John Gruden out of a job. But to me, Raiders don't look good, and the Browns, as long even Case Keenum starting, I think they have a good chance to win. Miles Garrett's going to play. Nick Chubb's going to be there. I think they'll be okay here against this Raiders team at home. And then uh, that's the first overreaction. The next overreaction, Washington and Philadelphia. Washington, a team that has been dealing with a ton of this COVID stuff. Philadelphia opened up as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. They're now seven-point favorites in this game. I liked Philly to begin with. 
And at seven, I don't like them. At seven, they actually qualify now for a teaser leg to push them down. Uh, I like them at two and a half. I thought, hey, you're getting them under a field goal. I think Philly wins. Washington's a little bit shorthanded. Uh, Heineke dealing with the knee injury. Well, now Washington dealing with all the COVID stuff. This line movement's just way too much. But I, I thought, listen, I thought Philly would win to begin with, so I still think that they'll win. I thought they would cover two and a half. I guess covering seven, not like it's asking them to do much more than what I originally thought. Uh, but Washington devastated by the COVID news. And, you know, Philly comes in here after having, um, you know, a week off. It's just a good spot for Philly in this game. So it may, it's not so much, uh, yes, the overreaction pushing that line. Like, if it gets north of a touchdown, I don't like it. But seven is okay. Six and a half, you're okay. Uh, I thought they were going to cover two pretty easily, two and a half pretty easily. So I did think they were going to win by more than a field goal or at least a field goal. So I still think Philly wins uh, here. Uh, How about the Lions dealing with COVID stuff? That line hasn't moved much. Arizona was 12 and a half on the open. Arizona is a 12-point favorite now. Uh, The line movement may be moving the other way because of the DeAndre Hopkins news. So not the COVID situation with the Lions, but the DeAndre Hopkins news with the Cardinals as uh, D-Hop looks like he is done for the season having a knee injury. He is expected to miss the rest of the season. The team is hopeful to get him back, though, in the postseason. Now, he is seeking a second opinion. And it's still not known whether or not he will require surgery. Uh, it, you know, and I don't know what the um, difference in comeback time would be if he does need surgery. I don't know what type of surgery he'll need. Uh, and uh, if he does miss the season, it'll be an all-time career low in games, yards, and catches. Uh, he just missed two games in his first eight seasons in the NFL. Uh, The other teams that are dealing with COVID stuff here, you have the Rams dealing with a boatload of COVID news, right? The Rams opened up their game against Seattle as a seven-point favorite. They are now down to a a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Looking at the list of players with the Rams, I think it's important that should they get back Jalen Ramsey, it's going to be huge for them because the rest of the players they can do without. If and and I'm, I don't mean this to kind of you know downgrade or I mean degrade any of these players on the list, but um, if they don't have Daryl Henderson, they haven't had him because of injury the past couple of weeks. Sony Michelle has filled in very nicely at running back. Uh, if they don't have Rob Haverstein, they didn't have him against the Cardinals, and they did just fine against Chandler Jones. If they don't have Odell Beckham Jr., I think it affects their offense a little bit, but they'll still have Cooper Cup. They'll still have Van Jefferson. Uh, if Tyler Higby, Tyler Higby's already off the COVID list. So if they are missing OBJ, they're getting Tyler Higby back. So that's a weapon now that gets thrown back into their offense at the tight end position. 
They'll still have Matthew Stafford. They'll still have Aaron Donald, Von Miller. Jalen Ramsey's the big name. If he plays, there's no issues here. Jalen Ramsey will need to guard Tyler Lockett, and uh, I think that they'll be fine against this Seahawks team. They are facing a little bit of a letdown spot coming off the huge win against the Cardinals, but they still have a chance to win this division. It would take some losses for Arizona, yes. It absolutely would take some losses for Arizona, but I think uh, they should be able to handle their business here at home against the Seahawks that have not played their best football this season. Uh, We know the Vikings are dealing with COVID stuff on Monday. Um, Alexander Madison uh, is in the protocols, uh, but again, their biggest names are not. The Vikings opened up as a four-point favorite down to three and a half. Anything less than a field goal, I'm in on the Vikings. I'll probably still be in uh, on the Vikings. Uh, Vikings still have a chance to make the playoffs as well. So not going to sell them out against a bad Bears team where Matt Nagy could be out of a job. After all, uh, those were the odds going into uh, the season, right? Or the odds the past couple of weeks. So that's a look at some of the movement here with some of the teams that are dealing with the COVID stuff. Obviously, it's the Browns and Washington is the two biggest ones dealing with um, the COVID news. For Washington, I had them losing that game anyway to the Eagles. And for the Browns, I still think they win. And uh, it's an opportunity now to buy in on the Browns at a great number. They were heavy favorites in this game, and now they're underdogs. So if you find out, or if we all find out that some of these players are actually activated off the COVID list and are playing in this game, this line is going to skyrocket. Like, the books will adjust. Like, if you find out a couple of these players are playing, like, you're going to find out, and and all of a sudden the Browns are going to go from plus one and a half to minus one and a half, and then who knows? So, for the Browns Raiders, I think it's a unique situation because I do think it's a mismatch of teams. And getting the Browns, even with the COVID stuff, at this price, I'll take it. If it was a different opponent, like let's say this was like Browns, like let's say it was last week's game, okay? Browns-Ravens. And I like the Browns at home as, you know, under a a field goal favorite. All right, well, not going to change my mind about who, why I like them, but with the COVID stuff, And it's an opponent that can win the game, you know, Lamar Jackson and company and the Ravens defense. And I would probably hold off. This is the Raiders we're talking about. This is the Raiders. The same team that lost to Washington 17-15. That got blown out by the Chiefs twice that lost to the Bengals, that lost to the Giants. They lost to the Giants. I just don't trust this this Raiders team. Uh, They did not look competitive in that game last week against the Kansas City Chiefs. Never in the game at all. And so, you know, this team moving forward, I think they have completely checked out. 
yeah, it's an opportunity with a shorthanded uh, Browns team, but still no Darren Waller. I'm I'm not afraid of it. I'll take the Cleveland Browns in this matchup. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's the Look Ahead here on Vsin. This is the Look Ahead on Vsin, the sports betting network. Save 50% off a VSIN all access subscription for the rest of football season with our big game special. Get access to our in depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits showing you where the money is going on every game. Sign up today and you'll also get our daily best bets emails, weekly betting guides, 24 7 video, plus our all new college bowl betting guide covering every bowl game for only $39 at vsin.com slash subscribe. Thursday Night Football will kick off week 15. It'll be the Chiefs and the Chargers from SoFi Stadium. Uh, The Chargers dealing with some injury bugs uh, and COVID situation. Here's what we know right now um, is that Austin Eckler and Derwin James are going to warm up before the game and see if they can give it a go. A true game time decisions for Austin Eckler is dealing with a little bit of an ankle issue. Uh, and then, um, you know, Derwin James dealing with his own issues as well. So those guys will try and give it a go before the game and get an update on uh, on that. We do know that Rashawn Slater, their offensive tackle, will not play in this game for um, for the Chargers. Chris Jones for the Chiefs is currently in the COVID protocol. And there is a possibility that he does not play in this game. We know already that Legereus Sneed, uh, their cornerback, and linebacker Willie Gay Jr. will not play for the Kansas City Chiefs. But they have not made any formal ruling yet on Chris Jones or for Josh Gordon as well. Gordon you don't really care about, but for um, for Jones, that's the one that you really have to uh, keep an eye on because without him, their defense is different. With them, with him, the defense has been great. I mean, look at the scores the past six weeks. The Chiefs' defense has been great the past several weeks. I like the Chargers in this matchup. You know, if Chris Jones doesn't play, I like them even more. If the Chargers don't have Austin Eckler, I still think they'll be all right. Last week against the New York Giants, and granted, it was the New York Giants, but Austin Eckler didn't have the Austin Eckler-type performance, right? He had 67 rushing yards and only 17 receiving yards. I mean, Austin Eckler, when he's healthy, when he's at his best, he's usually good for easily over 100 scrimmage yards and a touchdown. He had 67 rushing yards and a touchdown, only 17 uh, receiving yards, and they scored 37 points. Jalen Guyton had a monster game, three catches, 87 yards and a touchdown. 
Mike Williams, six catches, 61 yards. You know what the big thing is for the Chargers now? Keenan Allen's back. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Justin Herbert. This is a tough team to defend. This is a tough team to defend. Let's take a look at those props. You see it up there on the screen. Keenan Allen, 75 and a half receiving yards. Mike Williams, 55 and a half receiving yards. I absolutely love the over on Mike Williams. Mike Williams has had up and down games this season, but the past couple of weeks has really come on. Hasn't found the end zone in several weeks, and when it comes to the end zone, he's kind of a boomer bust guy. Um, against Pittsburgh, he had his last touchdown. That was on November 21st. So he's gone three straight games without scoring. But he had six catches for 61 yards last week. He had five catches for 110 yards the week before. Uh, I like Williams to go over this total. As far as the prop total on Justin Herbert, 288.5. I like that. I think Justin Herbert does go over 288.5. Now, the Kansas City Chiefs have really played well this season. Defensively, especially the past six weeks. Last time these two teams played in Arrowhead, Justin Herbert threw for 281 yards and four touchdowns. Pat Mahomes threw for 260 yards, three touchdowns, and two interceptions. We could get A possible shootout here in L.A. It's the type of game that could be similar to the game between the Chargers and the Steelers that was 41-37. In that game, Justin Herbert threw for 382 yards and three touchdowns. And I think without Austin Eckler, there'll be more of an onus on the passing game Although I do think that there are capable running backs, uh, you know, that can certainly pick up the slack should um, Austin Eckler not play. But I do think that it'll be all about Justin Herbert challenging this defense. And we're going to see a special performance from... We could see a special performance from Justin Herbert. And I think that we will because I have the Chargers winning this football game. And if they are going to win, it's because of Justin Herbert. His passing touchdown total over under one and a half is at minus 225. Why not just make it two and a half? Over one and a half touchdowns, I mean, that's a a lock. It's at minus 225 for Justin Herbert. I mean, just make it two and a half, right? And then you'll be okay. Uh, I think longest completion. This one's fun. Justin Herbert, 38 and a half over under longest completion for Justin Herbert. 38 and a half. Let's just run down the list here for fun. Last week, his longest completion, 59. That's an over. Against Cincinnati, 47, that's an over. Against Denver, 34, so that's an under. Against Pittsburgh, 53, that's an over. Keep in mind, we're 3-1 and one now in the last four games. 
against Minnesota, 26. That's an under. 3-2. and two. Philly, 49. Over. New England, 41. Over. An under against Baltimore with 26. 72 against Cleveland. Over. An under against Vegas, 34. 43 against KC. Over. 42 against Dallas. Over. Do you get the pattern here? There's only been one, two, three, four unders. Five unders. Five unders right now for Justin Herbert in the completions and eight overs for Herbert in longest completion, 38 and a half yards. At home, in the dome, weather not a factor. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams back, Jalen Guyton, the deep threat. I think he goes over that total. And for Patrick Mahomes as well. Like Mahomes' total here is sitting at, where are we? 37 and a half for Mahomes' longest completion. I mean, Tyreek Hill, anybody? Mahomes is long, 44 last week. He's had, though, he actually hasn't been throwing the ball down the field. Mahomes has only had over that total of 37 and a half. It's only been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times this season. So, eh, I guess seven times out of, uh, you know, and out of uh, 13 games. So, eh, maybe not go over on the Mahomes number here. Uh, let's see. Uh, receiving, we already went over the receiving things here. How about the anytime touchdown? Because this is fun because I think this is a game that's going to feature touchdowns. Austin Eckler will score if he plays. So if Austin Eckler plays, he's the guy you're going to bet to score. Uh, I do think that, you know, Mike Williams plus 175 has some good value. I know he hasn't scored in a couple of weeks, but I would, uh, you know, that's a good value, much better than Keenan Allen's value. Keenan Allen coming back, he's at plus 150. Jalen Guyton caught a long touchdown last week. He could be a guy that they look for again. He's at plus 300 to score a touchdown. Travis Kelsey's plus 110. Tyreek Hill minus 110. Those are guys you can pretty much bank on that will score for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, CEH is at plus 100 as well. I think this is going to be a very exciting game here on Thursday night. I like the Chargers with the points. Um, total in this one is sitting here at 52.5. I would say the over is my lean, but the Chargers are where I'm going. I've already teased them up. I'm taking them at plus a field goal. Uh, I like this team a lot right now. And I think that they win this game outright against the Kansas City Chiefs and go on to win this division. Fade the public here, because you know everyone's jumping on the Chiefs. I'm Scott Sandberg. It's a look ahead here on Beeson. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. 
This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. The college bowl season starts this Friday, and VSIN has got you covered with our all new bowl betting guide. Get matchup analysis on every bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. Whether you're betting on every game, playing contests, or just want to find a few key high value props, the VSIN College Bowl Betting Guide can help give you an edge. Get your digital copy today for only $19.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. I wrote up a couple of games in that College Bowl betting guide. You want to make sure you get your hands on that right away. I'm Scott Sadenberg. Follow me on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Let's take a look at what's going to go down here in the NBA and the NHL coming up uh, Thursday night. We talked about the Thursday night football game. I'm on the L.A. Chargers in that game. Uh, Have them in a teaser. Have them with the spread. 
and uh, I do think they win the game outright. Uh, so might sprinkle a little bit on the money line there. The money line is at plus 150 for the Chargers. I do think they win complete the season sweep of the Chiefs. And uh, I have a future on them at plus 1050 to win the AFC. Uh, I think that that uh, could possibly happen, especially with a division win, which uh, will start with a win here on Thursday night against the uh, Chiefs. Let's take a look at what's going down in the NBA here on Thursday. You have uh, just four games on your schedule. One game is postponed due to COVID. Uh, that is the Bulls and the Raptors. So four games in the association. It'll be the Pistons at the Pacers. The Pacers are 10-point favorites in this game. The Pacers are playing on the second night of a back-to-back. They were in Milwaukee last night, and now they'll be home to face off against the Pistons. Um, 10-point favorites, heavy line in that game. The 76ers also playing on the second night of a back-to-back after losing at home to the Miami Heat. The Sixers will take on the Brooklyn Nets in Brooklyn. The game is at a pick'em. Very important to keep an eye and monitor who is playing for both these teams as you get closer and closer to tip-off on Thursday night. The New York Knicks. Uh, Fresh off their loss to the Golden State Warriors, a game in which Steph Curry broke the record for most three-pointers made in a career on Tuesday night. They travel to Houston to take on the Rockets. The Knicks are six-and-a-half-point favorites in Houston. The Rockets play in the second night of a back-to-back. They were in Cleveland last night where they got the doors blown off of them. 124-89, to and the Cavs covering their 13. 15th straight game, just too shy now of the record in the last 30 years that was set by the 2014-15 Atlanta Hawks for the most consecutive wins against the spread. The Cavs, the best team in the NBA against the spread, but the Rockets get blown out by the Cavs in Cleveland, return home now to host the Knicks, and the Knicks are a six and a half point favorite in that game. And then the Suns will host the Wizards. Phoenix is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite at home in this one. The Wizards uh, play in the second night of a back-to-back. They were in uh, Sacramento taking on the Kings. They lost to the Kings 119-105. And uh, as always, keep an eye on who's going to be available for these teams in this game. Uh, The Suns, um, you know, still uh, without Devin Booker, and we'll see what they look like. They're coming off an overtime win uh, against the Trailblazers a couple of days ago, a game that uh, they did not have Devin Booker, obviously. Um, So you keep an eye on what the availability for uh, the Phoenix Suns is going to be in that matchup. They are eight-and-a-half-point favorites in that game. Uh, I mentioned how the Cavs are the best team in the NBA against the spread, 23-5-2. The New York Knicks, who are playing on Thursday night, one of the worst teams against the spread, 11-17 and 17 this season. The Brooklyn Nets, who are playing on Thursday night, they are 11-16-1 against the spread. Washington, who is playing, is 12-16-1 against the spread. Philly is 13-16 against the number. 
Phoenix, 14 and 13. And uh, let's see, Indiana, 15, 14 and 1. Houston, 15, 12 and 1 against the number. So keep, in, keep, keep that in your mind when you're looking at some of these NBA games. And, uh, yeah, the records are nice. The against the spread records are very, very nice, especially for the teams that are doing well and maybe playing a team that's not doing so well. On your NHL scoreboard, uh, let's see on Thursday, you got the Maple Leafs Flames has already been postponed due to uh, COVID. Flyers are at the Canadiens, and the Flyers are good. Uh, Philadelphia, they had lost, I think it was 11 straight games. Six, seven, 11, 12, whatever it was. They had this massively long losing streak. They snapped the losing streak by beating uh 10 game 10 game winless streak they snapped that skid by beating Vegas and since that win over Vegas they beat Arizona 5-3 they beat the Devils 6-1 so they get yeah they're playing against bad teams they're playing against Montreal here the Flyers minus 140 favorite maybe they have turned this thing around some changes they're made within the organization Tampa Bay, a heavy favorite at home against the Senators. They are minus 270. Florida, a minus 200 favorite at home against the Kings. Vegas, minus 175 on the road at the Devils. Carolina, a minus 200 favorite at home against the Red Wings. Uh, The Hurricanes had been dealing with some COVID issues. They had a game postponed a couple of games ago. So keep an eye on the player availability there for the Hurricanes. No line out yet between the Bruins and the Islanders. Colorado was minus 160 at the Predators. Minnesota minus 320 at home against the Sabres. Edmonton minus 200 at home against the Blue Jackets. And San Jose minus 135 at home against the Canucks. A couple of ones that jump out to me, like I said, the Flyers, who are playing really good hockey as of late, uh, maybe ride this win streak a little bit. And uh, see, minus 140, not that bad of a price there with the Flyers. But I'll look a little bit further into this card. Uh, Again, keeping an eye on uh, player availability and who's going to be in net for some of these teams uh, as we get closer to puck drop here on Thursday night. Love me some hockey action. I had the Capitals on Wednesday night. And it was a small line. It was like minus 120. And they were in Chicago against the Blackhawks. The Capitals uh, tied the game at three in the third period. And then the Blackhawks took a 4-3 lead. The Capitals tied the game with three seconds left in regulation. I'm thrilled. We go into overtime. Blackhawks win in overtime. They don't even get me to the shootout. That was such an unfair tease to have the team that I bet on Tie the game with three seconds left in regulation with the extra attacker on, only to have them lose in overtime. You see, I'm I'm okay if they lose in the shootout, right? But to lose in overtime, I just feel like such a tease, you know? Such a tease to tie the game with three seconds left, almost a buzzer beater. And then to lose in overtime, it's like, come on, man, come on. Uh, So that's what's going on here in the NBA and the NHL on Thursday. But all eyes 
really will be on what's going on in the NFL. It's a huge game between the Chiefs and the Chargers, and I am, once again, riding the Chargers in this one at the three points. Uh, This is a game that opened up as a three-point line, went up to four, went back down to three, and uh, curious to see where this one settles by the time we get to kickoff. Total opened at 49.5, went up to 52.5. If Chris Jones does not play for the Kansas City Chiefs, Uh, I love the Chargers even more because uh, he is such an impact player on that defensive line that if he is out, I love him even more. Obviously, if Austin Eckler winds up trying to give it a go before the game and then gets ruled out, it hurts the Chargers, although I don't think it hurts them that much because I still think they can win with the game plan without Austin Eckler. It'll just fall on the shoulders of Justin Herbert. Coming up this morning on Follow the Money, Paul Stone, College Sports Handicapper, will join the show at 8 a.m. At 9 a.m., our very own Mike Palm, host of Odds On here on VSIN, the Circa VP of Operations. And then Paul Charchian from Guillotine Leagues will talk some fantasy football. It's the playoffs now in fantasy football. I'm very thankful that I have a bye because I don't want to deal with this COVID stuff this week with my team. So I'm happy that I earned that right. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Follow along on Twitter at Scott's on air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is this is this is at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.